Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. Okay, welcome back to the channel. So in this week's video, I wanted to put together kind of like the quick start version of how to start your own solo cash-based therapy practice. This is something that I have been working on putting together for a couple years now, just trying to put together like the most like streamlined, simple way, like simplest checklist I possibly can um, to help as many other clinicians as I can get started with doing their own practice. This is something that's really important to me because I know firsthand from my experience working in um, our healthcare system that it is not always what we think it's going to be and I believe that there should be other options both for the uh, clinician and for patients in order to get direct to patient care. I think it's one of the best ways to deliver care that there is and if you are in the same boat please comment down below and let me know. So without further ado we are going to jump into talking about how to start your very own solo cash-based practice. So for today's video, we are going to be talking about choosing who uh, you want to be working it with, where you want to be working. The We'll talk about the nitty gritty details of what you need uh, paperwork wise in order to get started as a business. And lastly, how to uh, do your documentation on your own and charge for your services. I will also put some links down in the description below to tell you a little bit more about how to get started. So the first thing that we are going to need to do is figure out who we want to be working with. If you are somebody who has worked in a lot of different uh, therapy or healthcare settings in the past, you might think going into private practice and doing your own solo practice that you should be advertising all of that experience and all the different things. And while sometimes it can be nice to just kind of like lay your experience out there, the main thing that you need to be focusing on is your primary niche your primary patient or client population and the primary problem that you solve for them. Um, and I have some other videos and other resources on that that I can put in the description as well. But figuring out like who specifically you want to work with is going to be a good first step. And then the second step going off of that is to figure out where you actually want to be working with people and treating people. And in the blog post that I wrote about this, I'll put that link down below as well. I laid out a few different options but typically this looks like either being in person or online. Telehealth is becoming more and more of a normal thing now. And being in person, if you want to be like a brick and mortar, if you want to rent an entire clinic, if you want to rent a space out of another business or just rent an office somewhere, if you want to be doing mobile services where you go to clients' homes, I currently treat patients in my garage gym. So if you want to be like a home-based practice or 
any combination of all of those things, figuring out, you know, not only who you want to be working with, but where you're going to be working with them um, are definitely good things to know. So getting into the uh, second part here, what kind of paperwork is needed to help you get started? And in that blog post I mentioned, I also wrote out a bunch of things to kind of like check off your list. And I also have a free ebook available that has an actual checklist and walks you through kind of like the first five to six steps I believe in getting yourself started. So look for those links down below um, because I know I'm somebody who loves checklists. <laughs> I like having things written down. So if you'd like those resources, go ahead and check those out. Um, but just kind of a quick run through here on a few different things. You're going to need a business entity set up. So uh, depending on what state you live in and also what country you're in, you might have different business entity requirements. And so for people in the United States, uh, I'd recommend you just checking out your state website. There should be information on the state website about how to start a business. And you can look and see and find if there are any specific laws, rules, regulations regarding starting your own business and the context of that business. So definitely check into that. You can also look on the SBA or the Small Business Association website. You will also probably need a business license. Again, here in the US, some states require you to have a business license and others don't. So it depends on what state you're in and then also for like your local area, whether it's your city or your county, you're going to wanna to look into those rules and regulations as well. And my top tip, pro tip, is if you cannot figure it out, look for a phone number on the website or like for example for your city hall and call somebody and say hey this is what I'm trying to do where can I find more information on how to do that um, and usually people are able to point you in the right direction you're also going to want to review your practice act so review the, the scope of your practice make sure that you have a really good understanding of that and for therapy check into your direct access laws I know for physical therapy more and more states are becoming full direct access uh, uh, states and occupational therapy more states are becoming direct access so we, we want to have a good understanding of what your direct access looks like and if there are any specific regulations or policy on that and we covered this in a different video but of course you want to make sure that you have your license if you are obviously wanting to practice physical therapy you need to be a physical therapist and fully licensed in the state that you're planning to practice in for telehealth just a quick thing that lots of people will ask about you need to be licensed in the state where the patient is located you're going to need um, a tax ID number which is typically for individuals your social security number or if you're registering as a business entity so like an LLC you'll register for an EIN you can do that online I just recommend googling that how to um, register for an EIN and then once you have the business entity and the EIN um, or tax ID number set up then you'll need a business banking account. So I'd recommend at least a checking in a savings account. You can always look into other ways to set things up. I know one of my favorite like business finance books is Profit First. So that is a good read. It's dense, but it's definitely really helpful in organizing your finances. But bare, bare bones, just a checking account. And there are lots of online versions for that. I'd recommend if you can getting a checking and savings account to start off with. So you can put aside money 
for taxes and obviously for savings as well. And with that, you'll need a payment processor. So there are things like Square, PayPal, Stripe, Venmo. I just wanna make sure with PayPal and Venmo that you're using the business version of them. And then you'll need a way to track your uh, income and expenses. So you can use something like a spreadsheet, uh, Google Sheets, something really simple. I use QuickBooks. I know a lot of other entrepreneurs who like QuickBooks. I like it because it just automatically imports all of the uh, different transactions. I also recently started using uh, YNAB or You Need a Budget for um, my business budget as well as my personal budget, which is really cool that I can do both. You'll need professional liability insurance. So whether you're in person, mobile, telehealth, you'll want to look into different liability insurances that are out there. Some different companies, at least at the time that I'm recording this, could be um, CM&F, American Professional, HPSO, and there are definitely more out there as well. So definitely worth a Google. And as far as what your needs are, I would contact each of the companies and tell them a little bit more about what you're planning on doing and ask for their specific recommendations. I know some other people also use like an insurance broker as well. Um, so those are a few different options that you could look into. This is uh, something of a point of uh disagreement sometimes between different entrepreneurs. I am in the camp of you 100% need a website if you are going to be a legitimate business. You don't necessarily need to have a super amazing, like super fancy website to get started. And you don't even need like a fancy website to continue going further down the road, but you need some kind of online presence where people can find you. I know for myself, for example, like if we're planning on going out to eat at a restaurant and a restaurant does not have a website, Website and I cannot find their contact information, it's unlikely that I'll actually end up going there. So like in this day and age, you need to have a website in order to be credible, um, in order for people to uh, find your contact information so that they can get started working with you. So a super basic website would be really, really helpful, you know, in terms of just getting everything set up so that your clients can find you. I personally use Wix. I really like Wix a lot. Um, lots of other people use Squarespace. If you are somebody who likes WordPress, WordPress can be a good option and there are lots of other their website builders out there. And Google um, Workspace even has a thing called Google Sites that has a super basic website builder on it. And so if you're just looking to throw something up really quick, that could also be a good place to start. If you are planning on using a website more long-term with your marketing, I would recommend something like Wix or WordPress or Squarespace because there are going to be a lot more options than um, Google Sites. You will need uh, intake forms and consent forms and documentation templates. If you don't already have those already, those are things that you can put together and you can use a software like Google Forms, Intake Queue, PT Everywhere, JotForm, uh, just having forms available for people to fill out for intake, for consent, and having your own documentation templates are going to be really helpful. I am also somebody who really likes using my calendar. So using a scheduler or scheduling software is something that's always been really important to me. 
For that, I've been using Intake Queue along with Google Calendar to schedule all of my clients. Square, the payment processor, also has an appointments feature. You can use something like Calendly. There are lots of different options for uh, scheduling things. I know that some people don't use anything like that, and I think that once you start to get busy enough, it's going to be really difficult to keep track of. So even if you just use a paper planner, having something to write down all your appointments is definitely key. One of the pros to using an online tool like IntakeU or Calendly or even just appointments on Google Calendar is that you can use the notifications feature to send reminders to both yourself and your clients about when their appointments are. Um, and that is just really, really helpful and something that I think is come to be expected with any kind of uh, service business. And then just last quick thing here is you need to have a business phone number and a business email address. So you need to have a way for people to contact you. You can use your personal phone number for your business phone number if you'd like. I have one through Google Voice. It's completely up to you if you want to keep them the same or separate and the way that you prefer to contact your clients. I do a lot of text messaging with my clients and that's why I got a local uh, business phone number here. Again, completely up to you and your level of comfort with that. And so last piece here is going over the documentation piece and the uh, payment processor piece. Documentation, you can start with something as simple as using Google Docs and Google Workspace. And there's more on that in my blog post down below and also more information on that in my mini course, Therapy Business Basics, which you can find the link for in the description below. And it's basically a mini course that does a walkthrough for you. I think it's like three or four hours of just helping you get everything set up, telling you a little bit more about what to expect as a cash-based solo practice and walks you through each step one by one and also comes with a checklist to help you get started. I know that was something that was really helpful for me when I was just getting started as I just wanted somebody to tell me what exactly needs to be done. And so if, if this overview was helpful for you and you're looking for that step-by-step -step guidance, Therapy Business Basics would be a great resource for you. And so you can grab that at the link in the description. But uh, just getting started with um, Google Docs in the Google Drive of Google Workspace um, is a way that lots of practice owners will start doing their documentation because it is HIPAA compliant with a signed BAA. And it, you can't be the price as well paired with a lot of other documentation softwares that are higher cost per month. So that's a really good place to get started. Uh, you can, like me, go all in on a documentation software and use something like PT Everywhere or Intake Queue, but it really just kind of depends on on how you wanna get things set up. And usually what I tell people who are just really like kind of dipping their toes into things and not really sure like how much they wanna be spending on software up front, you can always start with Google Docs and then after, you know, three, four, five clients, if you find that the workflow is kind of clunky, that's how I felt about it. But if you find that your workflow is kind of like, um, like hurting your efficiency and it's stressing you out, then using a practice management tool like Intake Q can be a really good option. And then last thing is payment processors. So I've been using Square, uh, you can use Stripe, you can use PayPal, you can use uh, Business Venmo. I really like Square because I can keep cards on file for my clients, for my patients, and it makes the payment process really seamless. You can also take HSA cards for uh, on Square and on um, Stripe. You just need to make sure that your account is uh, registered appropriately and you can always go to the um 
support section of those websites to look into how to do that. So with that, that is a basic summary of how to get started. Like I said, there are a bunch of different links in the description down below to help you on your journey with getting started. If you do want like the walkthrough guidance and you want to kind of like complete a course to help get yourself started, Therapy Business Basics is going to be a really good bet for you. And if you have any questions, of course, leave them in the comments below. If this was helpful for you, give it a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm going to be posting more content about how to get yourself started as a practice owner and how to be a successful business owner in the health field um, and just really how to continue to serve our patients and our clients and, and help everybody gain better health. With that, hope you have a good rest of your day and I'll see you on the next one. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I'm honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganmeese.com or on Instagram at drmorganmeese. Who do you want to hear from next or would you like to be featured on this series? Have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet? Please email me at morgan at thewellphysio.com.